Hey everyone, happy Wednesday, coming to you live from our Lamar studio. This is our streaming because there is no building without us teaming. Oh, there you go. One day you won't tell us that full. On our Again, you gave me, I think, one more word. I think last time it was just us teaming. And nope. then now you, okay. Well, nope. All right, I'll, I'll I'll change the notes up then. Well, how are you, Hagen? How's this I'm lovely Wednesday treating you? Swell. It is quite lovely here in Austin. I know the uh, weather cleared up. I know. We got some guests here today. Not just our guests here, but like people from the Dallas office coming to visit. And I know a lot of VDC people. They're yeah. my people. Yeah, your people. <laughs> well, what, what have what has R and D been up to lately? Well, I don't know if you've checked your inbox lately. I don't check email. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good thing. I took this. I took a snip of oh. the communications email. It's a nice PNG that I then printed and cut out around so it looked nice. Mm-hmm. So if Cesar focused on this, he could see this. But this is the email. This is the email for the Hilti Challenge that we have Ooh, going what's on. What's the Hilti Challenge? Can you elaborate a little bit more? Well, Hilti is a company. Um, what do they do? They're a, a tools provider. That's what the email says right here. A construction tools provider. Great tools. Love them. Anywho, they, we are having a challenge to see how we can use robotics in construction. Ooh. And so we're trying to elicit ideas from everyone out there. And then Todd Wynn, he is going to take those ideas to Hilti and present them. Some of those winning ideas. I can't, can't remember how many of those ideas. Maybe three. So what would you say is the, the asking question? Submit the best idea for what? Mm, it's currently not on the email that I'm looking at. But how, how we can use robotics to be innovative in construction. That's, okay. that's kind of simply that. And we have three submissions thus far. Ooh. One of which I'm not sure if it's real or not. That's the coffee bot submitted by uh, a Mr. James Donald Holmes. Donald. And then we have the BIM printed layout. That's Ooh. from VDC, from Vanessa Miller. Miss Miller. And then Autumn Wyatt in Precon, she had uh, a 3D printing, bringing 3D printing into the commercial construction world. So, hey, cl- clear this out for me and the audience. Yeah, I yeah. know past challenges have been ranked by number of likes. Mm-hmm. Is this one also going to be based on the number of likes you get? You know what? I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes, it is, but we're not going to have the voting until later. I believe the voting is. <laughs> one second yeah. right after the challenge closes which i believe is in may uh, may 1st uh, submissions are due may 5th there we go so i believe on um that next week we might have a couple days of voting so we'll release the voting to the crowds and they'll vote on which ones um they like the best and we have actually three prizes so we have Ooh. a grand prize that is the all expenses paid cruise through the the virgin voyage through the caribbean or caribbean however you'd like to pronounce it and then for the second, for the two runners up, I, I don't know. It's still a mystery. Um, I can tell you this. If I win the challenge again, we can do a boy strip. Really? If I win, we won't. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the, the Hilti challenge. So, so get submitting. You should have an email in your inbox. If not, you can go to the innovation station. I wrote down three ways. They're not on this piece of paper. I wrote down three ways you can navigate to the innovation station innovate.r slash o.com then r slash o.com r dash o.com slash idea there's a lot of stuff going on hopefully james is typing it in the chat right now i can hear his little tippy typies and then you can just go to the company apps page so go to the internet go to the company apps you should see a little circle the 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 better way idea or better way symbol logo whatever you want to call it and you click that take the innovation station yeah someone submits an idea does it need to be complete whenever they submit it you know what person that's a disembodied voice that said that yeah you d- it's no so you can yes so or because, no please clarify for the audience i forgot his question exactly 
but because voting doesn't Are you sweating <sighs> a little bit over here <laughs> because voting is not open until may 5th uh you can submit your idea and it still be kind of in a draft form or you can just oh. you can work on it and then save it as a draft so either one works so you can either save it as a draft and come back to it later or you can just submit it and then edit it at any point before may 5th good to know yeah so you don't have to have a full-fledged idea right now if you want to get that idea out there, maybe spark some interest or, or get maybe some feedback from some others. If you're, if they're willing to just provide that feedback, you can do so. Well, thank you for sharing. So if you have some free time, make sure you check out the challenge Yeah, and type away some ideas. There's some great prices in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Get those, get those gears turning. That's as right. robots do. Oh know? my gosh. Yes. Uh, in other news, yes. uh, I know marketing has released a new marketing tracker. Uh, so it's a pretty sophisticated tool. If you want to access it, there's two ways, two sites you can go to. You can go to the SharePoint home, our homepage, SharePoint site, and go to the marketing department on the left side menu, or you can go to the company apps and look for the, the marketing tracker app there. So this track, this marketing request form is really just to ask whenever you need general marketing stuff, communications, graphics, branding, events, or even pursuits. So rather than email them personally, uh, I think this is the new avenue they're choosing to... Blind approach. Yeah, to better track and better help the people out in an organized way. Yeah, cool. Again, so SharePoint, company apps, marketing tracker. Make sure you check it out. Yeah. Another marketing news, uh, we actually have Celebrity in our room right now because last week we received three marketing communication awards. Really? Uh, in three categories, special events, brochures, and promotional campaign. Yeah, claps, claps. I hear the claps. Yes, I hear the claps. Uh, and then Cesar Gonzalez actually helped us get this award for the SNPS awards. So Cesar is the big mastermind. What? Behind this. So he's he's blushing back there, but we appreciate our co-workers. Can you explain that award a little bit more? I would like Cesar to explain himself since he can access the mic. So Cesar? Disembodied voice number two? Take it away. <laughs> What, what exactly do you want me to explain? The actual... What, what is the word? Can you explain the... Explain, explain that word to me if I, if I, as if I'm a five-year-old. I They submitted something that I did and I got chosen. <laughs> basically what <laughs> awards do. But no, it was a career fair kind of handout five by eight that we gave to the students. But on that kind of postcard size sheet was a QR code that brought up the 22 Rio Torre a student housing project and it was interactive bringing up you could kind of click buttons that showed the architectural and structural models along with the words and information Dang, i remember when he was working on that. that was pretty snazzy i got to use it and see it wow so pretty nifty so we like i said we got three other marketing awards that's pretty Just cool. happy to share those especially like i said we have celebrity in the room so congrats so again sr yay uh, claps more claps <laughs> uh and then last, lots of happening in RO. Clearly. A lot happening, yes. Uh, last event actually was sent out this morning is the RO Fiesta Metal Social Media Challenge. Mm-hmm. I believe there's little medals that are going to be... I was a model for it yesterday. You I missed noticed, it. I noticed. Oh, you did uh, not miss it. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> uh, but apparently you get a medal and then you, you have to... Can you explain the challenge? No, not really model. No, I just was the model. I'm, I don't know how to read. I'm a model. If you need a medal, you can get it from the San Antonio office. Uh, and then the idea thing, you can just take pictures at places you go to just to kind of spread the goodwill of the metal. 
So again, if you need more information, check out the email that was sent out today by Aura Communications. Yep. There's a little guru card that it's linked there. You can see all the info about that challenge. I know that. I clicked on the guru card. Oh, nice, but you didn't read it. Nice. I did. Nice. There's nice. just a lot of information on there. <laughs> oh. Excellent. Yeah. Great. Anything else? Well, I, I, I had so much fun with our Today in History last week that I thought I would do it again. It's really just for me so that if I, when I go to trivia, I'll have more information in my, in my head. So I'm just going to go through these quickly because I don't know how much people really like them, but I enjoy them. A lot of space. The show. It, it was just a Hagen show. It. Right. It was just an RO thing over it. We can make that. Anyway. Um, a lot of space things. So NASA today in 1981 launched the first um, shuttle, Columbia. Um, and then actually in 1961, the, the cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin, he was the first man in space. I don't know how to say his last name. I know Yuri, but he was the first man in space. And then FDR died in 1945 at 63. Sad. And then in 1861, some more sad things. The Civil War started. Um, this is to be a happy show. This is a family well, show, Hagen. I guess I should have gone in the reverse chronological order there because, you know, the exciting Columbia being launched, I guess, was the, the most important one. But those were kind of some huge events, right? I mean, a lot of things happened today in, in history. No, there's a, yeah, lots of big events happening yeah, today. I would say so. I had to write to, them down. I wish to bring this to my trivia night tonight. Okay. Oh, you're going tonight? Are you going to be on my team? No, you don't want me on your team. Okay. Well, we, I'll destroy your we team. You can't bring this in. Uh, well, thank you for sharing those fun facts. Of course. Uh, I, I do also enjoy them as well. Okay. Well, I'm glad the audience does too. Hopefully. From the many reviews we get, people are raving about them. So. All right. The many reviews. Uh, <laughs> speaking of great segments that we have in the show, we have the Around the World segment as Around well, which seems to be getting some traction. Uh, I don't know if you wanted me to share one of your events this time, since last time I think we talked about one of mine. Well, see, my ideas are kind of normal. Yours, your projects are a lot more snazzy and, and cool. So I feel like... Sounds like you're describing me. That's, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I figure you should, you should go. Um, and if we get more time for others... Excellent. Can, Thank okay. you, Hagen. Uh, so I think one of the cool projects happening actually in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, is the Mukab. If I'm pronouncing it wrong, I apologize. It's a Q-shaped skyscraper. Cube-shaped skyscraper. It's supposed to be about 21 million square feet, and it can fit about 20 Empire State buildings inside it. Inside? Or equivalent in size. That's uh, humongous. It is pretty big. You should check out online, Google it if you can. It looks like a cube, and you might be thinking, how does light enter this cube? Well, how they actually have, they have skylights that hopefully are going to bring light in as well. Hmm. So pretty neat. It's construction happening from now until maybe 2030. So it's still a couple of years away. 2030, they're going to build something 20 times Empire State Building. Apparently. In, what, seven years? You know, a lot's going to happen in seven years. Well, they, okay, yeah, hope so. So we'll see how it goes. Well, make sure you check it out. Isn't there something else really cool about it, though? Because you showed it to me. You're missing out the key point inside, right? Oh, the inside, you're right. The inside does have a what it seems to be a spiral tower with an immersive VR world around it. So... Supposed to be pretty innovative and futuristic. Hmm. Make sure you check it out again. It's a Mukab cube shaped skyscraper in Saudi Arabia. Hmm. So that's being our that's pretty nifty. building around the world segment. Oh, we're uh, just going to end it like that. Okay. Unless you had any thoughts. Sorry. I no, I didn't have any. That's, okay. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, they're doing, uh, I also got told by um, Josh Beck in your VDC group that um, they're also building something called the line in Saudi Arabia, mm. which is like also something you should look at. It's pretty crazy. It's, just, it's a city in a line. A huge, like, Hold I don't on. know how long, but they're doing some crazy things. It's like a long commute. So. 
170 kilometers right here. Yes, that's one. Do you know how many that how long that is in miles? Mm. Is there PHC? Multiply it by five eight, so like I don't know. Fifty something. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you know, with long roads, it means there's a lot of safety involved in it because it's a big project. Nice. We need a lot of eyes on it. And speaking of safety, oh, okay. uh, we actually our guest today. We have AJ Alvarez. Oh. I haven't had the pleasure of working or meeting him really, but he's a great guy. He's coming all the way from San Antonio, if I'm not mistaken. You are mistaken. I believe he came from College Station today. Okay. Well, <laughs> do you but introduce him? Go ahead. You got it. <laughs> Anytime I can point out when you're wrong is, is a good time. Great. Uh, <laughs> I'm eager because I think he's been a row here less than a year, if I'm not mistaken. I am mistaken again. Well, that's the that's the ex <laughs> that's the exciting part. So we're gonna learn we're gonna learn so much about him in the next 40, 45 minutes. So I, I, I was so. sitting there with him. and I was like, I could ask so many questions right now, but you should have so I, you can introduce him better than I'm doing right now. Well, that's fair. Uh, but I wanted to learn it live, right? You wanted to learn, and I want to hear what he has to say. So without further ado, we have AJ Alvarez. We will jump in right in right after this commercial. Yeah, AJ, uh, Mr. AJ Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome aboard. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thank, thanks for joining us. Uh, coming from College Station and then Waco tomorrow, like you're, you're all over the place. But yeah, yeah. moving around, moving around. I, I suppose that's kind of normal for for those in your role. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, we got there's not as much of us as there are jobs, so <laughs> we do move around a lot. Yeah. So f for those that aren't familiar with you, what is your current role here? Uh. Safety. I am a safety manager for our Very cool. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, I've been doing safety for over a year now. Um, I've been with the company uh, since 2019, uh, October. So it'll be four years coming up. Oh, nice, man. Congratulations. Slipped in just ahead of all that exciting world change we had yeah, going on yeah. uh, March like 2020. Just a couple months before, well, I would say like maybe half a year before COVID started is when I when I joined. And then once COVID hit, everything started to change. You know, everything started to change. And it, was, it was crazy. But, you know, got through it. Here now, happy to be here. Man, talk about just trial by fire. Like you're, you're somewhere, you're six months in, you're like, oh, I'm getting... Yeah, yeah. Get used to people, I'm Get getting the used to it, and work. then all of a sudden, everything changes. <laughs> Wipe the slate clean. Yeah. Try again. <laughs> uh, so having been here for for four years, what do you love about ROAJ? Um, man, a lot of things. A lot of things. I, I like being. You in got the, 45 minutes. Yeah. So take all the time you want. Yeah, I love um, hearing it. Being in the field, uh, getting to meet people out there, uh, finding you know, trying to find solutions to problems with people. You get to really connect. And that's the biggest thing for me is just being able to connect and, you know, get ideas and learn from people, see other people's point of view. Um, that's, I think that's changed my life in a lot of, a lot of ways, even outside of work, you know? Really? So, yeah. Yeah. That's So I'm, I'm intrigued. Who, who has been one of the more impactful people that you've met at RO and, or in your personal life? Uh, I mean, I, I really can't just give it to, to one person, you know, because, especially here within the company, there's been so many people, so many mentors and people to guide me. Um, I'm, I'm young. I'm 22. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't guess that just by looking at me. Did you start while you're still in high school? Uh, like, well, I was 19 when I joined. Our, okay. Yeah. I was 19. So turned turn 23 in June. Uh, but uh, I, there were so many people uh, that were willing to help me with even, you know, things that didn't uh, have to do with work. Like, when I first started, my foreman, uh, Jonathan Lawson, we call him Ricky. Uh, you know, I just 
was able to connect with them just by working. And then, you know, he started giving me advice about things outside of work. He helped me get my first credit card and helped me start building up my credit score. You know what I mean? It wasn't a family member or relative that did that. It was someone I met here. I was thinking about that, you know, not too long ago, and it's kind of, kind of crazy, you know. But I, I was appreciative of that, and that's kind of what I mean. It's it means a lot to me being able to connect with the people here, and you know, get to know them, and you know, they get to know you and help you, and you know, learn a lot from them. So. That that's awesome. I love hearing too that people are. I think that's just proof that the further proof that the people at are like they don't want to just like see you do well here. Right. It's not just like, oh, show up to work and do well. I'd be like, no, like you're a young human being. Let's start building your credit score. Let's let's set you up so that five years from now or whatever, you can actually go buy a house. Yeah. You're not sitting there at a bank trying to explain why you're why you don't have a credit score or why it's, you know, a five twenty or whatever. Like, mm. I didn't know, no one told me. Yeah. And now you're set back all those years. You have people really looking out for you you as a human. Mm. It's just, it's definitely not something you find everywhere. I'm grateful to have, you know, ended up here because I feel like here, things like I'm able to meet people like that and that's only going to benefit me in the future, you know? I'm very grateful. So I know you said you've been here for coming up on four years. You've been doing safety for uh, about a year now. Mm -hmm. How did you end up in your your current position in your safety role? Um, So uh, before... Being in safety, uh, I was part of the field crew. I was in the field for two years, a little over two years. Um, and um, I wanted opportunity. So um, I heard that there was an opening for a safety position, and I called our director of safety, Ross. I just asked him, what do I need to do to start, you know, start that, that journey? So, you know, what are my first steps? And um, uh, <laughs> caught me by surprise he just asked me when i could when i could start so <laughs> i was like all right <laughs> i was like all i had to do is make that call and um yeah here i am <laughs> think you had any uh, advocates helping you there uh, i did definitely yeah. yeah yeah my father was a big advocate i mean he 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 told me like he if i if i didn't hear from him that there was a position opening because he wasn't you know expecting me to go and call ross and do that you know if, but if i didn't hear that i wouldn't be in the position i am now but once I did do that, call Ross and let him know, and I told him, "Hey, like I did this, like he, you know, pointed me in the right direction. You know, gave me the best advice he could to, you know, help me succeed in, in my role now." And I mean, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. You know, Any chance you'd like to share who your father is? <laughs> yeah, uh, Amador Alvarez, as you can see, uh, <laughs> last name. Yeah. Shout out Amador. <laughs> we, we we love you. Thanks for for getting AJ on board. Yeah. Definitely an asset. Yeah. That's uh, it's funny because it's uh, going back to the people and all that and caring about mm. who's here. I don't know if I've ever worked somewhere, known anyone who works somewhere where there is as many uh, family members working within yeah. a, a company, whether it be people that are married, sons, daughters, mm. whatever. Like it's it's yeah. wild how many folks in RO say, "Oh yeah, I'm blood related to so and so." Yeah, yeah, and I I talk to a lot of other people that are like. Seth Campbell, he's one of our uh, safety managers out in Dallas, and his dad is the superintendent for us uh, also. And, um, yeah, that, that was a conversation I had with him as well. You know what I mean? Something that we could relate to. So it's cool. Like, I, I'm not the only one, so I could talk to people about it. You guys ever get together and just, like, have a group therapy session on, like, tolerating your father <laughs> at work? <laughs> We've talked about it sometimes, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's different. You know, we're not something that everybody can relate to. So it's cool to have, you know, 
one person here or there to talk to about this. Definitely. What was it about safety that was interesting, intriguing to you? What kind of pulled you into that whole realm from, from the field? Um, being in the field, and a lot of people don't really think about it or see it, but I, I did. You come into a lot of situations where you have to, you're performing a task and you want to you finish what you're doing. There's a job that needs to be done, but you don't know how to do it safely. And without the right person there, um, I, I, we were at a job in 22nd and Rio, and there was a time where we didn't have a full-time safety there. So a lot of the times we didn't, we didn't have that person to go to. So instead of asking about it, we just worked around it, and it wasn't always the safest way to do the job. Mm. So I think, you know, being able to have someone uh, on site all the time to go and ask those questions to is really beneficial because when you're doing performer work and you take that risk of not doing it safely, I mean, you might get the job done, you might get it done quicker, um, but you're taking a risk and there's a chance that you can get hurt. And it might not happen today, it might not happen tomorrow, but the chance is there. Eventually it'll happen. And at the end of the day, like kind of what I tell all the field guys is, is I mean, you come to work to provide for your family, you know what I mean, to do all that stuff. If you're not here to do that, if you hurt yourself at work, who's going to do those things? You know, so that's the best way to look at it. And, and just being in, me being in the role, the biggest thing that I like it is just being, I, I think of myself as a tool for the people on the job site. Use me as a tool. If you have questions, come to me and ask me because that's what I, I'm here to help. You know, that's, that's the, the biggest thing I like about my job is I like, like I'm getting paid to help people. You know, that's how I think of it. That's beautiful. Yeah. You hit on a particular word there. I'm curious here, especially with your, your experience in the field. Mm -hmm. What kind of tools do you have as a, a safety manager? When we know that a, you know, a foreman might be out there with, you know, iPad tape measure, mm -hmm. uh, you know, framers going to be out there with a, a, a flat bar and a nail gun and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What are like some of the kind of tools of the trade of a, of a safety manager? Um, I think the biggest thing is just two things. The knowledge is one. Uh, being able to have the knowledge, you know, all the, you know, regulations and, and you don't, I mean, you don't have to, I don't, a lot of people expect us to know every single thing in the OSHA regulations book. You're not going to, but the more you do know, I mean, the more, the better. And with the situations out in the field, you, you learn a lot. So it's important to take away from those. Um, and then the second thing I'd just be is just being able to talk to people, having those communication skills. Mm. That's the biggest, that's the biggest thing to me having a good approach uh, to people because the, the the stereotype, like what people think when they think of a safety is, man, the safety guy is going to come over here and tell me to put on my glasses, put on my gloves, and he's going to come and, and get mad at us. And that's not how I think at all. You know what I mean? Like I said, I want to be out there to help. And, um, and just making people, like getting people to understand that, you know, that's that's a skill that I think you have to have as a safety, you know, the communication. Being able to get people to understand your point of view. Sure, you're not out there as a disciplinarian. You're out there as yeah. an, an engagement <laughs> supporter. Yeah, because yeah. I I haven't seen it, but I have heard a lot of stories like um with other companies and things like, you know, safety guys just coming out and saying, that's not right. We're shutting it down. You know what I mean? Or that's not right. Get them kick off the job. You know, and that's not fair. That's I I don't believe that's the right way for it to be done. Mm. Well. I I feel like I could always improve on my communication. Did you give me any tips there on how, how you found to effectively communicate with folks? Um, just listening to people, listening to, you know, not just their, 
what they're saying, but their tone of voice. Um, what kind of emotions are they expression, uh, expressing by what they're saying, you know what I mean? And just being able to react to that and knowing what to say just based on those things, you know? That's how I learned. You sure you're only 22? <laughs> that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's beautiful. I, I couldn't agree more, and I think that's great advice and something we can always, we all can always do better. Mm -hmm. I, I know I've fallen into the, not, I'm guilty of it sitting here at times, right? Talking to people. Is I'm, I think I'm listening, like I'm listening to the words, but at the same time, I'm thinking about like, oh, how does that connect to something else? Or yeah. what is interesting about that? How, mm -hmm. what do people want to hear about that? Yeah. And I think it is so difficult and just everyone benefits from that constant reminder of like, don't, don't go there. Stay focused on what right. that person is saying. Mm -hmm. If that means there's a couple of seconds of silence, that's okay. Like it's not going to hurt anybody. Exactly. Here in the field, wherever. Um, it, it's not gonna hurt anyone. Just simmer for two seconds. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, yeah, and and it's not something like I mean, these are like things that I had to learn from from other people that that got the experience because this isn't something that I just you know was able to just learn on my own. Like uh, a big person that kind of helped me with that is Paul Roberts. He's another safety manager for us, and I know he's been doing safety for for a very long time, very long time, and he's been. In, and a whole bunch of situations where he, you know, people don't see eye to eye and he's bumped heads. And when I got into those situations and I had to learn how to explain things uh, in my point of view, I learned that portion, a big portion of that came from him because he's been into, in a lot of the situations that I was in within my first year. Of doing safety. So I, I looked at as him as a tool and he was a very good mentor. He was a very good mentor. And I appreciate it. That's how we grow though, right? Yeah. That's how we get, better as a group we take exactly. lessons from others and and we we, mm -hmm. we take them for truth right we say great right like you learned that lesson you explained to me why now i could i don't have to spend 10 years making that yeah, mistake yeah, yeah till i figure it out yeah, yeah. that's that's beautiful yeah i think paul roberts probably been doing safety longer than you've been alive yeah, yeah i think so pretty close to it sorry paul <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he doesn't hold that one against me it gives me too much um no, no, nothing but love uh, AJ, what do you like to do for fun? As whenever you're not out there con yeah. conducting safety, like you're a 50 year veteran of it, uh, I'm big on gaming. Uh, I'm very big on gaming. Um, I like to stream when whatever I'm gaming, you know, uh, video editing, you know, things like that. So I, all the free time I can uh, put into that, I do. Um, other than that, like try to take care of myself. Uh, try to make it a habit to go to the gym. Um, trying to learn how to cook. Uh, been been doing that a lot, having fun doing that. Yeah, I made some uh, firecracker shrimp uh, last weekend, some homemade. So like it's something I get excited whenever I get to do that. So, so my my very next question this is a very important one. What are you doing every Wednesday from noon until three p.m. for the rest <laughs> of the year? <laughs> I'm just playing around. I, I'm curious to hear though if if you'd care to share like what you said you're into gaming and streaming okay. and stuff like that. Like. It's not really my realm, but I'd I'd love to, like what is, did you do like uh, I'm familiar with PewDiePie. I, I think the <laughs> yeah, whole world is, yeah, uh, yeah yeah like, is it that kind of stuff like it's, do a little picture in picture. It's so like it's more like gaming content and, and PewDiePie's done done a lot of that too. Uh, but uh, I focus more on you know just um, I guess when you're in a game, just you know if if you're doing good at it, it's a clip. You know what I mean? Like you. You get clips, and whenever you're doing good at it, 
edit those, make like a, I'll make like a montage, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, a little sports yeah, center throw, top 10. Throw some music in the background or something, you know? Yeah, I like doing that. It's fun to me. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, do you feel free to plug yourself out? Do you have a, a channel or a handle or whatever you want to throw out there? Yeah, this is yeah. the first time we've had this happen. I don't yeah, know what to Twitch, do. Twitch, YouTube, June the Goated. That's his name. So, June the Goated. <laughs> we'll, we'll throw that in the chat as well to make sure everyone can find you out there. <laughs> Uh, no, that's really cool. It's interesting too, because as you were stating that, uh, I couldn't help but think like, it, it sounds like you kind of like want to help people to some degree as well while you're doing that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it makes me feel good. You know what I mean? When I'm helping other people, cause I'm, I'm making their job either easier or benefiting, helping them benefit in some way. So, so it was just, it's a good feeling. How'd you get into that? Were you just, just kind of a, something you saw and you're like, Hey, I think I could, I could do that. Um, I mean, I guess that aspect of me is just always kind of been there. Um, I didn't know that's how it was going to be when I first joined safety. Uh, but I was talking about the streaming. Oh, that. Yeah. That. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 See. see, this is what I'm talking about. I need help in communicating. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. How'd you get into the streaming? Yeah. Man, I was in middle school messing around with computers, uploading videos on YouTube. Like, no kidding. I have a second channel. Um, that I made like when I was in middle school. And I was like making like a movie with my sister just for fun. Like I was supposed to be hitting her, like 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 pretending to hit her, and I accidentally hit her, and it got like yeah, it got like fifteen hundred views. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was like yeah, I, I think I want to keep doing this. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well we got the secret now. I just need to get decked by somebody. I have to find someone real small. Yeah, right. yeah. we'll have Laurel on here and let her knock me out. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sure. I'm sure it was an accident, right? <laughs> right, 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 pops. Uh, no, it's, that's wild. It's crazy to think that. Yeah, in, in middle school for you, like that was that was a platform. That was a thing, and it, yeah, yeah, just like a like a fish on a hook at that point. Yeah, and I want to go back to the you mentioned uh, cooking a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, what what got you into that? Was there like someone that kind of pushed you into doing that? Yeah, my my dad. My dad. Yeah, he's very big at cooking. Um, we've been to a couple of the uh, RO barbecues couple times and um if you, if you haven't went you should go because the food is i don't think you get better barbecue just like going to a barbecue place you know what i mean like when you sure. when, when you're at the ro food truck man it's it's really really good like top-notch barbecue and, um, and uh yeah we went we went one time and um uh helped out making rice and um ever since then i kind of just uh Started cooking for myself. Stopped going out to eat as much. You know what I mean. Started cooking for myself. Started, you know, seeing stuff on TikTok and YouTube. You know, recipes and things like that that look good. Just, just copy it. <laughs> yeah, but it's exciting when I make it. It's cool when I make it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Hey, you're saving money. You're probably right. eating healthier. Yeah. Probably eating better than most places, I'd imagine. That's I, I'm I'm interested in this because I feel like so many of uh, just last week, uh, Zach. Uh, I'm gonna say. Let's see. Coker. Zach Coker. Uh, about to give Zach Cooper another shot. Zach Coker was on here, and, you know, he mentioned that he's got the uh, the griddle at the house and, you know, going wild making, yeah, you know, seven cheese, grilled cheese with ham. Yeah, that's, that's fun, that. too. Yeah, like the other week, too, me and my buddies, we uh, had a little barbecue cookout. We got fajitas, you know, ribs, all that stuff. And, like, just, yeah, it's, it's real fun doing it, you know what I mean? Especially if you got people around you and you're, Cooking for multiple people and just, you know, it's something to do. So getting hungry sitting here. Lunch <laughs> yeah, <we> sit, yeah. <clears throat> What's something that people get 
wrong about you, AJ? Whether, whether it be you showing up to a project for the first time, the first time someone from RO meets you, what's something uh, you have to correct a lot? I think every time, like, well, since I've started safety, supported, like, whenever people first meet me on the job site, like I said, there's that stereotype, you know, like where um, people think you're just going to come and shut you down or, you know, think you're going to come into, like, kind of harass them with their safety or whatever, just bug them. But that's that's not what I'm here for. I think that's something big. I know on the project I'm on right now, 401, um, we have a superintendent that, that came uh, from a different company, Jonathan Pugh. Um, and he, he's a real good guy. I like him a lot. He's taught me a lot. He has a lot of experience in the field. Um, but uh, when we first got out there, um, I don't think he thought that I, he thought that I was just going to come and, and start, you know, taking note of everything and, and, and just, you know, pointing things out and saying, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. Um, but when I came up to him and I asked him like, Hey, do you need anything, anything to help? Like any help for me, you know, at all, you know, uh, he, he, he didn't really need to know what to say. Cause that's, I think that's like the first time a safety manager came up to him and asked him if, if he needed help with anything, you know, um, on his side, you know, cause that's, I guess outside of RO, that's not like a typical thing, you know? And um, what I see here from, from a lot of people is that safety managers do help out project teams. And, and, and I think that's, that's something key that, that we have that a lot of other companies don't. But, um, but to your question, yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. When people first see me on the job site, um, I think they think I'm going to come and, and just do something I'm not, you know? I don't know how to explain it. but Everyone starts like, oh, I guess it's time for a break here, right? Go grab a smoke. <laughs> the job site gets real quiet yeah. and flee or whatever. It's yeah. like, not, not what I'm here for, fellas. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you need? What can I do for you? Yeah, yeah. Can I make your job yeah. safer? The good thing is, like, once they do see that, like, instantly, they're more opening to asking me for help. They're more open to asking me questions, and and then those things help you connect with people, and then you can you just end up meeting people and, and making friends. You know what I mean? I've met a lot of friends working here in RO, uh, personal friends too, friends that I, I hang out out with outside of work. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been a fun ride so far. Yeah, that little little bit of empathy goes so far. Um, I, I think that's somewhat a result, especially in the construction industry. There's just such a history of like, hey, this is how we do it, right? People mm -hmm. show up, not necessarily here, but just in general, or at least the perception is like a superintendent rolls and say, hey, go do that, do this, right. make this happen. So there's kind of this expectation within the whole industry that like as a young project engineer and assistant super or whatever, like, oh, I guess I'm just here to like, serve that person the moment that you can show just that that little bit of empathy like hey man how are things going what can i do to help you right people are like oh well, mm -hmm. well this is a yeah. different flavor than what yeah. i expected and, and that's a part of just that's what what i learned being in the role just the approach because if you have to you're how you call it like the, the first time someone meets you you know what i mean you want to make sure that you you approach them well because that that's the beginning of whatever you guys are doing together. You guys are going to be working together. That's how they, they read you. So, so yeah, you approach someone well, um, the right way. Um, it's, it's going to benefit both of you guys, you know, and that, that's an important part of it. So you're, you're a, a, a young and very forward thinking individual. <laughs> At least that's what I'm picking up on from the roughly hour that I've known you. Okay. <laughs> what do you think a job site will look like? 50 years from now, whenever you're, you're clocking <laughs> out and you're, Hey, you know, ha yeah. handing off to the, to, to, to your grandkids. Yeah. Your yeah. It's, I, 
it's crazy because I, I was actually so you, you see all this uh technology coming into construction and all these things that that we're you know doing and and it's like kind of like a Just mute the channel. <laughs> there we go. All good. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> okay. I don't know who that is, but but um, think <laughs> <laughs> you say so. Sorry about that, AJ. Uh, but I, the the way I see, I see so much uh, new stuff being integrated into construction. Um, things are changing. Um, we're kind of like in an evolution, you know, the way the way I see it. So, and it's happening faster than you think. Like, just, I mean, I I wasn't here that long ago, but I hear just a couple years ago we only had two safety managers in Austin. Now we have, you know, a whole department for it. You know, who's to say where we'll be five years, 10 years from now, you know, it's it's really hard to see, but I, I see technology being all around us. Um, I see, you know, these people coming up with the great ideas of how we can do things and, you know, all these, you know, new stuff coming out. You got um like uh, Ram Tool Colony getting all these like, new harnesses for fall protection and things like that, that, you know, people wouldn't have thought of. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like 50 years from now, it's, it's really hard to see where we'll be, but I think we'll have a lot safer job sites for sure. Um, the, the route we're going and, and, and especially here in RO, I, I see us, you know, you know, being big here I and mean, we're already big in Texas, but our growth is just going up and up and up, you know what I mean? People are wanting to come work with us. We're getting a lot of people. And, and we got, I mean, I would see myself as a part of the next generation. There's, I mean, I'm, there's other people that are my age as well that are, you know, have the same ambitions and want to learn and want to do great things. So I see us being in a very good spot. 50 years from now, I'll be 70. So I don't, I hope I'm not still working back then. But, <laughs> but hey, don't be counting on Social Security. That well's going to run dry, brother. Make sure you're stashing away in that 401k. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you think those job sites will have uh, as many humans on them 50 years as they do today? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's slightly I thought, like, what if we have robots, you know, doing all the work for us? You know what I mean? We didn't have to do anything. That'd be cool. <laughs> I think your job will get harder. Yeah. Like, as a safety manager, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say it's easy to talk to a human, but at least you, you can understand, like, how to communicate with a person, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever, if you were to end up in a situation where, hypothetically speaking, mm -hmm put on your tinfoil hats, go way off the ledge with me here. If you had some sort of like bipedal robot out there that's <laughs> hanging drywall, yeah. how do you tell him to be, how do you tell him, hey, you know, we there's water on that concrete deck. Be safe today. Yeah. You're like, hey, you know, it might storm. Watch out for lightning yeah. and make sure you go inside if there is like. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if we have, if we have robots on the outside, I'll be kind of scared. <laughs> I'll be kind of scared. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, you know, you don't know what, what can happen, you know? So. <laughs> They're gonna turn against us. They're yeah. gonna come back, Sky, watch all Skynet this, or something. right? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I think we've got a couple of years, but I, th I, th I think it will be interesting. Um, yeah, and I, given I, I look at things as simple as like just drawings going digital, right, going from paper to mm -hmm. iPads, how many unexpected consequences came out of that? And I think of things like uh, you know slip sheeting and marking up and all that. Where like previously, you just you know, used a pen you marked it up you slip you would literally slip the sheet mm -hmm. in it's like all right well there you go there's your drawings you're done yeah, yeah and then with the digital version it's like okay well now we can do that how do we make sure everyone else has the same right, thing right and that's 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 also we're using on our uh job site for one we're using this app it's called agenda and 
what it is, it's all the workers, everybody on job site comes and sign in through their phone. Um, they sign in through their phone. Um, they can report safety incidents on there. Um, we, the management team can see how many people are on job site from what trade, uh, what le- they can even see what level they're working on because they have sensors on, you know, mm. and, and um, it's cool. The idea of it is cool, and I think it works. The hard thing about it is getting everybody to to participate in it because we got a lot of people that either don't have phones or don't have good internet, things like that. So, and that kind of that kind of relates in the same way, like the transfer from paper drawings to you know drawings in the iPad. You know, not everybody always had access to that thing, um, but now we're, I mean, I see nothing but that. You know, like we have probably about one one set of drawings that are paper for every job, but everything else is on, you know, on, on the iPad. So um, I think with effort, eventually it'll get going, but it takes time, you know? There's a lot of industrial inertia to, yeah. to overcome, just getting people to adjust to new things and uh, kind of normalize those practices. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I commend you on your efforts to uh, yeah. keep people there and keep them engaged. Yeah. And I can't think of a better advocate for some of those tools. Yeah, Cause I mean, like yourself, if, if no one tries it, if we don't try it, then, you know, it's not going to work. You know, the more we try it, the more we can get it. done. And if you have a great idea and it's not being used, send that into the innovation station <laughs> today. Can't help myself. I'll plug it now <laughs> and again. Right. Yeah. Been a little low on traffic lately. We're, we're going to change that. If you were to buy a, a one-way ticket out of country, right? You can't cheat and say, I'm going to San Antonio. <laughs> you got to buy a one-way ticket out of country. Where are you going? Out of country. Mm, probably Hawaii. Seems like... Uh, oh, wait. Are we going to have to have a Jonathan Grammer moment that, here? That's, that's <laughs> not out of country, but... It's because, so I haven't really been out of country too much, but that's somewhere where I do want to go. So I consider that out of country, but... But it's in not, your defense, it is outside yeah, the continental. Yeah, US. yeah, like, you know that's why. I, okay, out of country. Let me let me let me give a better answer. Okay, why is a great answer? <laughs> and up until you know 1956, I think you would have been in the clear. <laughs> I can't remember yeah, what year it yeah. was exactly, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of country. Okay, um, Cancun. I think that's 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 Mexico. Yeah, you're in the okay, clear. That's, that's like kind of the same thing, right? But <laughs> but it's Mexico. Oddly enough, I bet you more people have been to Cancun in Texas than have been to Hawaii. Yeah, probably I, like a lot more. It was yeah. like a hundred bucks to fly down there or something. <laughs> yeah, crazy cheap like that. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, because I've never really been out of the country. Like I've been to the border in Mexico, probably like two two hours out of Mexico, but I've never been farther than that. But if there's really realistically, if I were to go out of country, I wouldn't know where I would go. There's so many places where I do want to go, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, you'd get one of those. Uh, what what a little check box, multi city. Yeah, there you go. One way. Mm-hmm. What would be your top five? Top five. Uh, probably that Cancun. I don't know if I can still count Hawaii, but yeah, we'll throw it in there. <laughs> um, Italy, Ooh. London, and then I like. The Bahamas or something, you know what I mean? Nice, yeah. yeah. I think the best places to get away is like when you're out the ocean, you know. That's the spot you could win a Caribbean cruise. Oh, oh yeah. And right now, that's two. That's two plugs in like two minutes. I'm I'm on fire today. <laughs> yeah, that is so relaxing being down there. There's something about those, just like those very tranquil blue waters and the yeah, sandy beaches. Yeah. It's just that crystal clear water, like just being yeah. able to see through it. I think that's real. That's real cool. Mm. You know. And, 
be a nice place to just relax and chill out for a little while. Man, most definitely. Need to need to get myself a vacation down there in yeah, the near future. Yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. What do you think we could all do, AJ, to be uh, better safety advocates? How can we all act every day to be just just that one percent better at safety? Um, just. I think the biggest thing is everybody wants to be safe and everybody cares about it. I don't think there's anybody that doesn't. Um, but we get a lot of the times in, in myself too, even as a safety kind of, kind of crazy, but we get so caught up in anything else that we're doing that a lot of the times it gets um, just overlooked. Like we miss it. You know what I mean? Like if we're walking the job site and if I'm walking the job site looking for a certain thing, I might miss something else. You know what I mean? Um, so just being more mindful of surroundings and when you're walking the job site, just, um, you know, going out for our guys in the field, going up to them and, and talking to those guys, you know what I mean? And and asking them, you know what I mean, what's going on, what work are they doing, thinking about the safety aspect of everything. Um, I think any every, anybody working on the job site uh, should have that kind of mindset because it's, I mean, we do risk risky work. It's, it's high risk work, you know what I mean? And it's dangerous, people could get hurt. But that mindset can can really change everything. If everybody has that mindset, it can change. And it's real easy. It's just just think about it. You know what I mean? All you got to do is really just take the time to think about it, and it could be it could change a lot. I think part of the struggle there too is it's one of those things where if you're good at it, it's easily forgotten. Yes. Yeah. That's people get uh, real complacent when they whenever they're doing tasks, and you see. So I'll like. We got guys that are erecting tower cranes doing, you know, like very, like I wouldn't be on top of a tower crane trying to build it. You know what I mean? But doing very high risk work. And, um, you know, when you do like something like that every day, every day, um, you get complacent and you might, you know, throw something out of the water and just be like, well, we don't need this or we don't need to do it like that. And you start falling out of routine and that's when things start to change. And you can have a bad change. You can have, you know, a mistake happen and someone can get hurt. So, yeah, that is a big part of it. But that's also why we do, like, you know, um, our safety meetings. We do them every week. And a lot of the times um, they might they might sound repetitive, but maybe they need to because we don't want people to forget about these things while they're doing the work they're doing, you know? Sure. So I was talking, I think I was talking to you the other day, Hagen, and uh, you said something about, a, I think there was a, a trench collapse or something similar to that up at uh, JFK. Mm-hmm. Uh, airport up in new york and killed two people was it Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like it's yeah yeah it's so tough because like that's that's probably something that's totally avoidable yeah no yeah i mean it is those guys probably went and didn't i have no idea who the contractor was or if they're airport employees or whatever but i i wonder how long it had been since they knew of any fatalities personally like on job site And, and that's a big thing too when people actually you know hear about these things and know what's going on and see the consistency of everything um their minds start to change a little bit you know what i mean because i think a lot of people think well this is probably this is probably not going to happen okay well within the past year this is how many times it has happened so that might you know also change change their mentality too about it uh but no yeah yeah you you're correct correct about that that's a big big thing too just, I think we as humans are so bad at statistics. Mm-hmm. Like we think of one in a million. They're like, oh, one in a million. Like it's not like it happened. Yeah, something has a one in a million chance in happening in a day. It's going to happen to three hundred and thirty people right. in the United yeah, States yeah, today. Yeah, 
Like, ah, it's a one in a million chance mm-hmm. of slipping on a banana peel and killing yourself in a crosswalk. Well, guess exactly. what? 330 people died today mm-hmm. of that. And like as a percentage, right? It's a very, very small percent. But it's still, I mean, that's whenever you start looking at, well, how, what were the, how big were the families? How many of their people were impacted by that? Right. And the fact that, you know, slipping on banana peel and killing yourself in a crosswalk is probably not a great example. <laughs> uh, of things that are preventable. Yeah. You're like, how much pain did that bring into the world that didn't have to right. happen? Yeah, and that's that's something that that we forget, you know, that we don't think about. So, I I don't always, you know, like like talking about, you know, this could happen, the what if could happen, because I I don't want those things to happen. But um, when you're whenever you're talking to people in the field, and you get you know some guys that are saying, "Nah, this is not gonna happen." Okay, well, what if this happened? And again, like this has happened this many times this year. And if this happens to you, who's going to provide for your family? Who's going to do these? Like, well, you're here to help them. Why take a chance? You know what I mean? You don't you come to work to, to to benefit yourself, not to hurt yourself, you know? So that's the way you have to look at it. And, you know, I'm I'm there. I'm here to help you guys. So I just, you just want to do the right thing and keep you guys safe. You guys can go home, the people you love. And, you know, everybody's good moment that something bad happens and someone gets hurt you know it's it might be you know something small something might not happen but just the fact that there's a chance that you know someone could get severely hurt to where their life changes um that's not something that i would even want to think about happening to me you know what i mean i try to get that same mindset to the people people working out in the field because because it's scary like they don't realize it now when it but life-changing events like that like We'll sit in like these classes and stuff and we actually see like you know an electrician you know um working in, in in a panel and an arc flash happens and he has all these third degree burns on him you know what i mean and and um you'll see like uh how that affected his life his family and things like that and i think about that about our guys on the field you know i would never want any, that to happen to any of those people so. i can find something to you yeah when, uh, there's probably safe people watch this, so I'm sure I'll get an email about it. That's I don't like hearing safety first. I, I'll elaborate. I'll I'll elaborate. Okay. That's my boss is in the corner there. I'll elaborate. I like to think more safety always because I feel like whenever you talk to people, sometimes you get that wh- whenever they hear safety first enough times, it starts to feel like a checkbox. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I need to do safety, and it's 7.30, so I'm going to do my job hazard analysis or my safety plan or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then they go to work. I get what you mean. You know what I mean? And think of it as just something they have to do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I I know exactly what you mean by that. And a lot of the times, uh, I mean, I I do try my best to change people from thinking that way, but a lot of the times, uh, you know, it's hard to, so you have to explain it to them in a certain type of way. But no, you're you're absolutely correct. I mean, we do these things for a reason, you know? And it's not just because we have to do it. It's because we want everybody to understand. JSAs, you know, or we call PTPs, um, they're there there for a reason. So you can actually sit and think about, okay, this is what I'm doing today. This is all the hazards that are coming with what I'm doing. How am I going to mitigate these hazards? How how do I take them away? You know, um, it's not just there for you just to do it and turn it into the safety guy and you know, you don't get yelled at, you know, or you don't get in trouble. Uh, but it's actually there because we, we, we want you guys to think about what the work you are, you are you're doing, um, what the hazards are with the work, and you know, we want to make sure that you understand. So, so 
nothing happens. You know? Make a plan for it. It's important to plan for everything that you're doing. Absolutely. On a lot of, five minutes. I don't understand how these go by so quick. We have five minutes left. <laughs> we sat down two minutes ago. Yeah. Favorite movie you've seen this year? Favorite movie I've seen this year? In the last 12 months. Um, kind of new. Trying to think. Favorite movie. I, I need some good input. We got some good restaurants out of Max uh, Kogan while he was on. Uh, I need some good I think entertainment. The, la- the last movie I saw was Black Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. That that's the last movie I went to go see in the theater. Um, that was really good. I like that a lot. That's the 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 sequel, right, to the first one, yes. the first Black yeah. Panther. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a really good one. Um, but yeah, I'm really big into the Marvel movies. Yeah. yeah. What's your so, favorite? If you had to pick favorite, one out of all all of those Marvel movies, Civil War, Captain America, Civil War. Captain America: Civil War. Yeah. Why? What was? Because all the heroes were fighting each other. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's... You don't want to see the good guys fighting the bad. You want to see the good guys fight the good guys? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. Change it up. You know. That's a fair point. I guess because when they're fighting the bad guys, like good guys probably gonna win. Right. Right. right? right. But good guy fighting good guy, like yeah. oh, here. Yeah. There, there, there's no bad guy that can yeah, win. It's exactly. The, exactly. That's 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 fair. Mm. Refrain from some other thoughts that I had on that. I don't want to get anyone in trouble here. <laughs> you said you like a, a or you're a big fan of the Marvel movies. What mm-hmm. kind of drew you into those? Because those have been around since you were uh, a kid, I guess. Yeah, I mean, even before like when like the first one started coming out, uh, my dad would always talk to me about like the comics. And, okay, like, yeah. He told me like I, I'm not sure how familiar you are like with the movies or whatever, but um, like he told me like yeah, in the comics like. This guy named Thanos comes out and he gets these Infinity Stones. So I was like, okay, this was like in 2011 when he told me this, like years before that even came out. And anybody knew who that was. And then when it finally like came on the screen, I was like, I remember like when he told me that, like that happened in the comic. Because I was, I mean, comics came out like before I was born, so so I, I wouldn't know. But that's very cool that that he was able to see read those comics and then tell me kind of what was gonna happen based on it. And then I went to go watch it. Kind of got a little teaser. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I need to go see this because I, I know eventually this thing's gonna happen. I gotta <laughs> yeah. see how the, what, what's gonna be yeah. the conclusion. Like how here, it's how gonna, it's gonna, gonna be on out. the big screen, you know? Yeah. Right. Gosh, yeah. I'm not the the the, the biggest movie buff out there, but mm-hmm. I do. I, I love those for like just the display of special effects. Yeah, no, it's wild. It's stuff real cool. It's really cool. Yeah. So I went and saw one not too long ago. I can't remember what it was now. I once saw something. In, oh, I saw the Avatar. Avatar. Oh yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. In, in 3D <laughs> or in IMAX 3D, and, and that was wild. This is, feels like I yeah. in the movie here. Yeah. Like, I think it might have just been someone in front of me throwing water on me from time <laughs> to time. But yeah, that was uh, it, it was just crazy. Like the stuff they can pull off. Yeah, like, no, yeah, it's real cool. I can't tell if this is real anymore. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I know those those blue people. Like I know that's not real. <laughs> But they look real. Yeah. The water looks real. Like, what's going on here? I, I can't trust anything. I certainly can't trust my eyes. Uh, I think we got time for one more question here, AJ. Uh, this is a should be an interesting one, given the fact that you're pretty young. Uh, what advice would you give to a young AJ, like t- t- ten year old well, AJ? Well, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, I am young, but and this is it's crazy because I think about this a lot. Before I started working with RO, straight out of high school, I was working residential, and um. I was getting paid under the table. Um, I was in construction, but uh, I don't feel like I was learning a lot. So I was very doubtful where I was going to be in my future. Uh, RO kind of opened up, uh, you know, multiple doors of opportunity. Um, and and now I just, I know 
I kind of command my own future. Like it, working at RL has kind of helped me realize that. And, you know, I can kind of do whatever I want if I put the effort in. Um, I didn't always used to have that. So I would just kind of tell myself to not be doubtful and just do whatever you want. Just, you know, think about it, do your research, and you'll get to where you want to be. And I am where I want to be right now. So, so. you're where you want to be, and I see a, a very, very bright future ahead of you. Yeah. You're, you've got a, you, you come at things with a critical eye. You're very analytical, but you're also compassionate, caring, empathetic, and you're clearly connecting with people wherever you go. We, I mm. didn't know you an hour and a half ago, and I, I feel like we yeah you're over to one. I feel like we go out to the bar and throw back a couple of beers uh, and just have a good time. You know what I mean? So keep keep doing what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. you're, you're definitely on the right track. And uh, uh, whether it be RO, your dad, people in your life, whomever, definitely give them a pat on the back. Say yeah, thanks. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I would not be here without not just you know my dad, but everybody that's helped me you know throughout my journey to be here. Where I appreciate everybody. One more time. What was that uh, tag where people could find you on YouTube or Twitch or Twitter <laughs> uh, or wherever uh, you're at? June, June the Goated. June the Goated. There we go. We've we've got that in the chat. Uh, thank you to everyone who jumped on board today. This was a lot of fun. This is the first time we've talked to someone out of the safety department. Um, so I know it's a smaller group, but we're we're trying to get around to everybody. We'll, we'll get around to people, services, accounting, uh, IT. You're all fair game. You're, 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 you're all on the list, believe it or not. May not have reached out yet, but we've 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 accounted for all of you. Uh, so thank you all very much. Get in there to the innovation station, participate in that Hilti challenge. You have until May fifth, and uh, Mr. Todd Wynn will be going off to Liechtenstein uh, to present those ideas, uh, and he's going with um, sitting in the back of the room here. So help me out with uh, Ansel Phelps, DPR, and Swinnerton, uh, and RO. So you're. Your ideas will be out there in front of one of the largest construction technology companies and amongst the absolute best of GCs in the world. Uh, you're just not going to find this kind of opportunity very often. So get in there, get your ideas submitted. You have a month to work on them. Uh, put them in there now. You can work on them. You can refine them. If you have questions, let us know. We're Hagen and I are happy to help. And uh, we'll be back next week, next Wednesday at 1 o'clock with uh, another special surprise guest. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one.